discussed it with the Prime Minister, with cabinet colleagues, with senior federal government officials and experts. We respect very much Canada's independent judiciary. However, we do not agree with this decision and respectfully we will be appealing it. This is Dan Dix here reporting for Press for Truth with breaking news. Federal government's decision to invoke Emergencies Act against convoy protests was unreasonable. A court has ruled. Uh, the Emergencies Act is a tool of last resort, the judge says. The GIC cannot invoke the Emergencies Act because it's convenient or because it may work better than other tools at their disposal or available to the provinces. The evidence is clear that the majority of the provinces were able to deal with the situation using other federal laws. The evidence, in my view, does not support the conclusion that it could not have been effectively dealt with under other laws of Canada as it was in Alberta. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the federal court has just declared Trudeau's use of the Emergencies Act as unconstitutional. Now, as you saw from that opening clip, the Deputy Prime Minister, Christia Freeland, is doubling down on this. Um, she's saying that the government is going to appeal the federal court's ruling that the government's use of the Emergencies Act was unconstitutional and unreasonable, if you can believe that, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to cover all of this and much, much more in this video. But really quickly, just before we do, guys, I'd ask that you check me out here at pressfortruth.ca slash donate. If you appreciate my efforts to do things like go to Ottawa and to cover the Ottawa protest, as I did uh, back in uh, February of 2022. So if you appreciate that, uh, please check me out here at pressfortruth.ca slash donate. You can do PayPal. You can sign up for a monthly reoccurring contribution with PayPal by clicking there. You can also do so here at Subscribestar if you don't like to use PayPal. You can also contribute Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies. You can send an e-transfer to Dan at pressfortruth.ca or you can send stuff to my P.O. Box, guys. Thank you so much to everybody who does take one moment today to contribute to my efforts here financially at Press for Truth. I can't do this work without you. All right, guys, in case you didn't know, at the most recent UFC event, uh, F. Trudeau chant broke out amongst the crowd. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> well, I got to say, it's about time, you know, uh, everybody's starting to, to realize what this man is all about and are, uh, you know, sending him the, the message <laughs> that he essentially deserves because, you know, Canadians are absolutely fed up with this guy, and rightly so. I mean, this federal court just ruled that Trudeau violated charter rights by invoking the Emergencies Act as an excuse to crack down on the trucker protests. Remember that shot to the ribs that I took from a thug cop as a result of all of that? Will anything be coming of this? In case you guys don't remember, you know, I went down there to cover it. And in this video, uh, Dan Dixon, Ottawa, down but not out, I was showing you the clip of, uh, you know, where the officer took his baton and he just, bam, rammed me right in the side of the rib cage. Um, here it is, just in case you haven't seen it. That was just insane. Okay, okay. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> Shit, shit. Hey, uh, 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 
Okay, I was just brutally attacked. Ow! Oh, God. Holy. That was uh, one of the most intense clashes I've uh, been involved with with police, and uh, I'm, I'm still feeling that pain to this day. You know, it's been, like, years, you know, since this incident, and uh, my ribs are still in pain sometimes when I sleep on my side or when I'm driving, you know, the way the, the seatbelt comes across my ribs here. This is all thanks to these thug cops getting the, the, the right to do this to Canadian citizens, um, all based off of the invocation of this Emergencies Act, which, as we now uh, know, we, we've always known, is completely unconstitutional, but finally a judge has agreed with that. <clears throat> so as we see here, um, federal court uh, decision to invoke Emergencies Act at convoy protests was unreasonable, this court said. A federal judge uh, says that the liberal government's use of the Emergencies Act in early 2022 to clear convoy protesters was unreasonable. I conclude that there was no national emergency justifying the invocation of the Emergencies Act, and the decision to do so was therefore unreasonable and ultra-virus. Virus, federal court uh, justice wrote on Tuesday. Ultra-virus is a Latin term used by the court to refer to actions beyond the scope of law. And that's exactly what was going on here. Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland told reporters at a cabinet retreat in Montreal that the government plans to appeal this decision. Unreal that she would want to double down. Let's listen to her words once again and just tear it apart here because this is insane. So we are aware of the court decision. We have discussed it with the Prime Minister, with cabinet colleagues with senior federal government officials and experts. We respect very much Canada's independent judiciary. However, we do not agree with this decision. <laughs> if you ever hear somebody say, you know, I respect you, but, you know, if, if it's like, we respect this, but, or, or however, um, that's, uh, that, that's not a good sign. I, I don't think they actually, you know, respect, um, the, uh, the, the federal judicial process here, um, because, um, she's sitting here just <laughs> laughing at it, just saying, uh, no, we're going to appeal this. They don't respect it at all. And respectfully, we will be appealing it. I would just like to take a moment to remind Canadians of how serious the situation was oh, yeah. in the country. It was so, so serious. There were, like, you know, all these dangerous bouncy castles that were set up. There were, like, hot tubs and stuff like that. People were, were giving out, you know, you know, hot food and everything like that. It, it, was, it was such a scary security event for Canada. No, let me remind everybody that they sent in a provocateur with a, a swastika Nazi flag to allow the uh, mainstream media to be able to pounce all over that to claim that everybody here was violent, racist, you know, like uh, in just, just evil, bad, you know, illegal protesters. Uh, all based on a bunch of nonsense, based on a bunch of lies. I was there. There was nothing but, you know, 
peaceful, loving protesting going on there, ladies and gentlemen. The only thing that risked Canadians' uh, safety and security was the thugs who, who cracked down on the whole thing. When we took that decision, the public safety of Canadians was under threat. What? Our national security, which includes our national economic security, was under threat. How dare she say our economic security was under threat when she literally used the Emergencies Act to completely obliterate Canadians' economic security by freezing bank accounts? Do you guys remember when I uh, I, I interviewed... Um, uh, Sean Jason from Druthers. Even though the Emergency Act is currently still being debated, the Trudeau government has gone ahead and frozen over 200 bank accounts of people who either took place in the Freedom Convoy protest or who were financially supporting those who were taking part in it. Druthers News raised over $100,000 that they were going to give directly to the truckers. But when their editor-in-chief, Sean Jason, went to his own bank account, his personal bank account, I will uh, remind you, the checks... Uh, to, to get the checks, he was informed that the government has blocked him from using his own personal bank account. So in this video, I spoke with Sean Jason from Druthers about his, initi his initiative to help fund the truckers, what the process was like when finding out that his bank account had been frozen, and also how he sees all this uh, uh, you know, playing out when it comes to regaining access to his, his own account. This guy was locked out of his, his own personal banking account for a long, long time. Like, this dragged on for, you know, uh, well over, like, a year and a half. For all I know, he might still have his bank account frozen. You know, there was 200 people dealing with this. And uh, just the nerve of Christia Freeland to sit there and say that they did this. They did, they did this because of a threat to Canadians' economic security. What a slap in the face to Canadians. It was a hard decision to take. We took it very seriously after a lot of hard work, after a lot of careful deliberation. We were convinced at the time, I was convinced at the time, <laughs> it was the right thing to do. It was the necessary thing to do. Wow. Okay. So she was convinced at the time that it was the right thing. It was the necessary thing. Never mind this federal judge who uh, is saying the exact opposite. <laughs> you know, that um, no, this was unconstitutional. This was completely unreasonable. Uh, she's going to literally double down here and try to uh, appeal this. Now, as I said in, in this tweet here, you know, after, you know, I took a shot to the ribs from these thugs. Anybody remember that? What is going to come of all of this? Are we going to see anything come of this? <clears throat> and I want to remind you um, that there is uh, hope. There is potential light at the end of this tunnel. You know, I was thinking, of course nothing's going to come out of this originally. I was like, you know, uh, Trudeau gets away with these kind of scandals all the time. It happens time and time again. But then it was remembered about you know, a, a time when the uh, Canadians' uh, constitutional rights were violated in the biggest possible way that I can think of, and that was at the G20 summit in 2010 in Toronto, Canada. I made a documentary film about that, guys, called Into the Fire. And uh, you may recall, um, like, 
uh, scenes like this, uh, you know, later on when people were, uh, um, kettled and, uh, and, and they clamped down on like hundreds and hundreds of people, they were all kettled at this intersection and were, uh, subsequently, uh, subsequently arrested. Well, as you know, guys, th this film, uh, went pretty viral and we called for a, uh, uh, a public inquiry and eventually a public inquiry did come and yeah, it took like 10 years but guess what happened when uh when when the dust had finally settled ladies and gentlemen you may recall i reported on this back when it uh when it came out in august of 2020 boom 16.5 million dollar settlement reached in class action lawsuit over mass arrests during the 2010 g20 summit this is a huge win for the people versus the state. state. A $16.5 million settlement has been reached in this class action lawsuit for the over 1,100 people who were wrongfully arrested at the G20 in Toronto in 2010. Press for Truth's award-winning film, Into the Fire, documented the event, called for a public inquiry and justice for the victims, and it's taken 10 years, but the moment has finally arrived. In this video, Dan Dix of Press for Truth expresses his joy over this excellent news which in 2010, uh, 2020 is extremely rare. Chalk one up for the good guys. So this, you know, uh, leaves me, and I want to leave uh, you also with a sense of hope that uh, uh, although Christia Freeland is appealing this thing, and although, yeah, Justin Trudeau constantly seems to get away with these types of, you know, uh, it, scandals and events, that if we push hard enough for justice... Uh, justice can prevail. It did with the situation in the G20. 1,100 Canadians' constitutional rights were, were violated in, in the most horrific way. And it, like I said, it took over a decade to have that wrong made right, but it eventually was. And every single one of those 1,100 people received a chunk of that $16.5 million class action settlement. So let's not forget that the good guys often do win. It might take a little bit of time, but maybe now is the time to call for a public inquiry into what happened there uh, in uh, in Ottawa in February of 2022. So, you know, it's a step in the right direction that this judge is, is admitting that the invocation, invocation of the Emergencies Act was unconstitutional, but this needs to go a whole step further the whole thing needs to be reviewed under a public inquiry and, uh, you know, people like Christia Freeland and, uh, and Justin Trudeau and Bill Blair and everybody else responsible need to be held criminally responsible for what happened there. So this is a step in the right direction, but we still do have a long way to go. But I want to remind you, justice is possible. We've had this success once before. So just wanted to bring all of that to your attention, guys. Another time, ch chalk one up for the good guys again today. Again, if you appreciate my efforts to bring you this info, don't forget to check me out here at uh, pressfortruth.ca slash donate. Again, uh, you can check that top link in the description below. Thank you so much to everybody who takes a moment today to support my efforts here at Press for Truth to bring you this information. And that's all for today, guys. Once again, thank you so much for watching. Please click that thumbs up button and share this video with your friends and family and maybe some of the people who often called it the Freedom Convoy with quotes around it. Well, yeah, a judge has just deemed that it was a legal, lawful protest. 
So again, chalk one up for the good guys. Uh, again, thank you so much for watching. Share this video and stay tuned. We're going to have more video reports coming soon. This is Dan Dix reporting for Press for Truth. We all want truth. The truth will set you free.